Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So it's just me again today. And seeing that this episode is being released on the final day of 2018, I thought it would be a great time to talk about my New Year's resolutions for 2019. And to be honest, I don't really see them as New Year's resolutions per se. I just didn't really even know how to label this episode. So that just seemed fitting given that it's this time of year. I just really think that the end of the year is an amazing opportunity to reflect on how things are going in life and to just improve on things. So a few of these resolutions are just me expanding on things that I'm already doing and others are new habits that I'm adding in. Here's the thing though. While all of my quote unquote resolutions are different, they are all related or fall into one overarching goal for 2019 which is if I were to say it off the cuff to, you know, a girlfriend, I would say to be less of a shit show. Like that's my goal. I want to stop flying by the seat of my pants. But what I actually mean is that, you know, for 2019, I'm really focused on being very deliberate about what gets my time. You've probably heard me say that I look at my time as a valuable and limited resource because it is the time you spend on anything is time. You're never, ever going to get back. It's gone. And some days I'm really great about being selective and deliberate about what gets my time and others, not so much. So what I encourage you to do is to really think about what gets your time. How much time are you spending on social media a day? Multiply that one by 365. How much time are you wasting on social media in a year? How much time are you spending worrying about things you can't control or bitching about things that are bothering you? or using circumstances in your life as an excuse to not just go for something? How much time are you spending worrying about shit that just does not matter? And on the flip side, how much time are you spending doing what you love or creating the life that you love? How much time are you spending doing what you want to be doing? I know it sounds a cliche and it's getting a little preachy here, but we only get one life. We only get one shot at each day. And the older I get, the more I just want to make the best of it. I like to ask myself, what would my 95-year-old self say about the life that I'm living right now? Like in the final stages of my life, if I were to look back on how things are going right now, how would I feel? It's kind of an eye-opening question to ask yourself, right? Anyway, the other day I was listening to a podcast and the podcast host asked listeners to describe 2018 in one word. And to be honest, the words that came to my mind were busy, unorganized, reactive. And hey, like I know I'm a pretty positive person and those words are quite negative and heavy, but it's true. Like, don't get me wrong. There were so many great things that happened this year. My marriage is better than ever. We got to make great memories with the kids, had some great family vacations. I launched this podcast and connected with so many great women through this blog and community but we were so busy and I felt like I could just not get on top of anything. And I don't like feeling that way. 
I'm not someone who wears busy as a badge of honor. It actually causes me a lot of anxiety. So there have been a couple of times in my life where I've had this aha moment or aha. I don't really, is it aha or aha? Anyway, I had this moment and where I would be like, you know what? No, this is not going to be my life. And then I would implement some major change. So one of those moments was the night that I was on the bathroom floor crying about our step family stressors, which ultimately led me to starting this platform. Another of those moments is now. 2019 is really going to be a year where I get more space and feel more aligned because I recently thought about how busy we are and how you know overwhelmed I feel. And I'm like, this is not going to be my life. So before I share the five things that I'm focusing on this year, I want to encourage you to check yourself before you create your resolutions for 2019. And you don't have to start your resolutions tomorrow or on January 1st, whenever you are listening to this podcast. Maybe you just start to really think about what you want for 2019. Maybe you just start assessing how things are going. And when I say check yourself, I mean check in with yourself. Ask yourself, am I being the type of wife I want to be? Am I being the type of mom I want to be? Am I being the type of stepmom I want to be? The type of friend, the type of employee, the type of entrepreneur, the type of person? How is everything going? And if the answer is no to any of these questions, then really dig deep and figure out what you can do to come closer to a yes. I do this often, mostly when I'm in a spot where I'm feeling off balance or aligned or just, you know, in a rut. And I also do it after a birthday or in September when the kids are going back to school and obviously on New Year's. So I recently did this and asked myself these questions. And to be honest, again, not to sound so negative, but my answer was no to mostly everything. Or in some areas I had a kind of, I'm kind of being the type of person that I want to be. Again, I'm not being negative. It's just how I feel. Sure, there are positive aspects in all areas, but like I said, I just feel like everything has been very reactive this year. I feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And even though I know this is the reality that comes with four kids and, you know, in extracurricular activities and running an online platform and a husband with a very demanding job, I don't feel like it has to be like this. On the days when I'm rocking my business, my family life is suffering. On the days when I'm present with my family, I feel like my business is taking a hit. I have this constant stream of to-do lists in my head, and I keep thinking about all the things that I didn't get done, and I don't like feeling like that at all. And I know there's so many people who can relate to this. And you know what? They say balance isn't possible, and it's this buzzword amongst the motherhood community There's lots of bloggers and influencers talking about how balance doesn't exist and we need to just get the idea out of our head. But I feel like in saying that, we've all just thrown in the towel. We've accepted this state of chaos and feeling disorganized and flustered. And I think that many of us just use it as an excuse to not strive for more. And while I know that balance isn't attainable or something that we can just like check off a to-do list, I do think it's something you can strive towards and I do think it's something you can get pretty close to. So not only is this year about being more deliberate with what gets my time overall, I just want to feel like I'm more aligned and balanced and less of a hot mess. Sidebar, we were just at a party the other night and a few of my friends made a comment that I look like I'm always on top of everything and I'm never unorganized. And I told my husband afterwards and he chuckled to myself. He's like, oh my gosh, we are barely hanging on right now. It's just funny how the way that you're perceived by others and the way that you actually feel can be completely different. 
Okay. So the resolutions before I get into them, I want to be very clear. Like these are not smart goals or your typical resolutions. So don't send me an email about how I need to get more, you know, specific with, you know, how I'm going to implement things. These are just things I want to start working on and habits that I want to start creating or things that I want to just do to start 2019 off on the right note. So they're not actual resolutions if you have to go by the actual definition, if you will. All right. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm adding to my morning routine. I talked about my morning routine in episode six, so I'm not going to go into detail about it. But guys, honestly, I think that every single person should be a morning person. Every single mom should get up before the kids, drink her coffee in quiet, set intentions and plan the day, even if it's just for 15 minutes. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I really encourage you to go back and do so. I cannot tell you how much more productive I am as a person now that I do everything that I outlined in that podcast. When I say that it has changed the game, it has changed the game. So this year, I'm going to add on to that morning routine now, and I'm going to add in a workout. And I know it's super cliche to say working out regularly is going to be my resolution because everyone and their mom is talking about how they're going to work out more in 2019. But I feel like it's pretty attainable given that I'm already so strict with that routine already. So I'm just adding in one more habit to something that I'm already doing. Personally, I am the worst person for putting on my workout clothes in the morning. And then all of a sudden it's 3.35. And even though I had this intention to get a workout and the kids are coming home from school and then, you know, we're off to the hockey arena and it just doesn't happen. It is the one thing that falls off my to-do list in the morning when I have deadlines or things that just need to get done. So since I know that you're going to ask, the workouts that I do are just the home workouts by Beachbody. They're quick, dirty little workout videos. And you know what? They leave me very sore. So they do the job. I love a good run or a power walk or a yoga class. And, you know, I wish I could hit the gym. But I will say that working out outside the house just takes so long. I find like it's an event. And by the time I go and come back and shower, I've wasted three hours. So I just don't really have the time for that in my schedule on a daily basis. So my morning routine has become such a habit this year. I'm just hoping to add working out into that routine. And then I will, you know, just it'll just become a natural thing. It's really just a way to put working out into my life in a way that works for me and my schedule. Another sidebar, if you are also striving to work out more in 2019, make sure you're not setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. So for me, going to a yoga class every day, even though it's something that I want to do and something that I would love to do, it's not realistic because of the time that it takes. Maybe for you, working out the gym isn't realistic because your kids are super busy after working hours. So make sure you really think about how you're going to implement your new habits into your life in a way that fits. So the second thing that I'm working on for 2019 is I'm going to delegate more. I am going to ask for help. So the other day, my mom was like, Jamie, you need an assistant or something. You know, she even sees that I have been a complete hot mess lately. So I was like, yeah, mom, in a perfect world, I would definitely have an assistant. And I would also have a winning lottery ticket. It's just not really in the cards right now. But she is right. There is a lot going on. And just we, we do need to delegate and we do need some help. So this year I'm going to start doing that. And I'm also going to start using services that will help save us time. So we do have a cleaning lady 
And guys, I cannot tell you how much this helps our family. And before you say, yeah, I'd love a cleaning lady, Jamie, but we can't afford one or I don't want to spend money on that. I have to say this cleaning lady coming to our house is just this reset for our family every week. It is the best feeling ever. She's, she is a complete godsend for us. I hands down would not have the extras in life in order for her to come. I'd skip meals. I'd like, I would turn off the hydro for a day. I would walk and not take the car. Like the reset that our family and household gets every time we come home to that fresh and clean house, it's more about the actual house. Like it is, it's like this psychological reset and everyone just is in such a better place. The investment is about 20 bucks an hour. And even if you get a cleaning lady just to come for one or two hours, that's one or two hours that you have the freedom to pursue something that you've been working on or just get peace of mind that shit's getting done. Or you can spend time with your kids. It's time that you can spend doing things that you want to be doing. So I don't look at it as a waste of money or being lazy. I really look at it as an investment into me and into our family. So this year, I'm going to look into more types of that kind of delegating. I'm going to order my groceries online. I'm going to look into the pre-made food services. I'm going to order more things off of Amazon. There are so many great services for simplifying life, and I just need to get into them more. This podcast is brought to you by my ebook, 101 Ways to Be a Kick-Ass Stepmom. From how to navigate your relationship with your husband's ex-wife, to how to stop feeling insecure about being the second wife, to what to say when your stepkids say, I don't have to listen to you, you're not my mom, to how to introduce an R's baby into your blended family crew, to how to minimize conflict even when the ex seems to thrive off it, to how to get on the same page with your husband about all the things, and so much more. This ebook shares my top 101 tips, strategies, and mindset shifts for stepmoms who are ready to live a kick-ass life. To check it out, head to www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash ebook. We're also going to be hiring someone to start working with us on my blog and helping with some of the behind the scenes and graphic design, social media scheduling, email scheduling, all of that stuff, which is really exciting because it's going to free up some time for me to be more available for my family and to do more of what I love, which is stuff like this. So these are all things that I could do myself. And there have been times when I've been like, no, I'm not going to pay anyone to do them. I can do it on my own. But delegating is going to free up so much time and space to do more of the things that will help move everyone and everything forward. So I'm looking at my time as this valuable resource and saying, okay, what am I doing that I don't have to be doing? How much is my time worth? Who can help me out with this? Whether it be the kids or someone you hire or your mother-in-law, there is help out there. And as moms and stepmoms, we have this idea in our head that we have to do it all. And if it's not done our way, it's not good enough. And I'm calling bullshit on that. And I'm really taking a, it takes a village approach this year. Even if the village is the delivery guy at the grocery store. I don't know about you, but I'm the type of person who will say, it's fine. It's fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. And try to manage everything until I get into the state of overwhelm where I start to resent everything and just kind of snap over silly things with my husband or with the kids. You know, the scenario where the mom cleans up everything and handles everything and says it's fine and keeps it inside until one day she just snaps and loses her shit over something as simple as like a sock on the ground. Yeah, that was me this year. So the goal is to work on that. All right, so the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to say no more. This has become a bit of a buzz statement on social media, but I'm really embracing it. 
Moving forward, I'm going to be very careful about what gets my yes. So social events, volunteering, whatever, I'm not going to do things because I think it's what's expected of me or because it's what a good mom or a stepmom should do. I'm going to be so careful about what gets my yes and really protect my time because I want some more downtime this year. I keep hearing my favorite podcasters or Instagrammers say that they are embracing this whole attitude that if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I am totally jumping on that train. Saying no to things that actually don't feel aligned is going to free up space to say yes to things that I really want to do. So ladies, it is okay to say no. And this one's for the men too, but I think it's mostly ladies who listen to this podcast. So the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to be very deliberate about the media or social media that I'm consuming. So I've been going through my social media feeds and really thinking about the information that is coming across the screen as I scroll. I'm unfollowing feeds that don't serve me or inspire me. I'm hiding posts from people who, you know, I maybe don't want to unfollow them, but I don't necessarily want to see their posts. And then I'm actually only following accounts that make me want to be better and make me like leave me feeling good. I don't care who you are. Social media can either make you feel good or inspired and like you're connecting with people or it can make you feel like shit about yourself and like your life doesn't measure up. And I am going for more of the first social media should be, it should be a positive experience. So this is me giving you permission to unfollow and hide those accounts that aren't doing that for you. I'm also going to be a lot more deliberate about the time that I'm on social media or really just the time that I'm on my phone. Like, do you randomly just check your phone for no reason? You know, scroll through Instagram because it's just the natural thing to do to pick up your phone in the moment when there's just this lull. Like, why do we check our social media feeds when we're in the line at the grocery store? Like, why can't we just be in the line at the grocery store? And I can be the worst at this. Recently, this little feature on the new iPhone showed me how much time I was actually spending on my phone and social media, and it was mind-blowing. I'm not even going to tell you how much time I was spending on my phone during the day because it's actually embarrassing. So I am scaling back my screen time this year and I have been trying to do this more and I have been fairly successful at it, but other days, you know, not so much. So this year I am really going to try and schedule in my social media time into my calendar. And, you know, for me, it's also my job. So I have to treat it that way instead of just mindlessly going on and scrolling throughout the day. Like I want to go on my social media with intention. And as you may have heard in my episode about the morning routine, I have been trying to not check email or social media until about 9.30 or 10 in the morning after I've kind of gone through my morning routine and got some things done and got the kids off to school. And guys, there is something about starting your day without the online noise that really just kind of sets you up for a more productive day. I also do do my best to unplug and get off social media around eight o'clock at night so I can read or, you know, forget about my to-do list and spend time with my husband. And I'm really going to play with this more this year because I want to start being more present with the kids and my husband at night. So the other day I heard that there's a direct correlation between the amount of time that people spend on social media and their anxiety level. And I totally see that with myself. On the days when I'm, you know, have high anxiety, going online only makes it worse. And on the days that I have, you know, turned off my phone or taken social media, like sometimes I will just like take the app right off my phone. 
I feel so good. It's like you almost feel free. So think about that. Think about all the time you spend on social media and think about, you know, the anxiety that it can give you. And then think about all the other things that you could be doing with that time. So the last thing I'm going to work on for 2019, or the last thing that I'm going to tell you that I'm working on, is I want to work smarter and not harder. This one is more with my blog and my business. And since I've always kind of brought this community along with me as I've experienced life, I'm going to be really honest about where I'm at right now. Lately, I have been experiencing a lot of mom guilt over just how distracted I am with the kids when they get home from school. I'm trying to work, I'm trying to meet deadlines, I'm trying to parent, and it's just not this atmosphere that I want for the kids because there's just we're just juggling so much when they get home from school. I'm always feeling like there just isn't enough hours in the day and like I have to get things done, so I have to kind of ignore the kids or tell them to be quiet and it's just it's just not I don't feel good about it. You know, I've always wanted to be that mom who when the kids get home from school, I would be there with a snack and be able to talk to them about their day. And I think that kind of stems from my childhood. Growing up, I lived with my dad and he worked a lot. So he was a single dad raising me on his own. And then my brother and sisters would come on the weekends and they lived with my mom in a town about 45 minutes away. And after school, I always remember being so jealous of the kids who had their moms home with them or, you know, really who just had a mom around. And this is nothing against working moms or the moms who are climbing the corporate ladder, who aren't always with their kids. This is just kind of what I experienced in life and the type of parent that my childhood made me want to be for the kids. I've just always wanted to be the mom with a snack after school and who was just present for the kids. And I, and I haven't been doing that as much as I intended when we decided that, I wasn't going to go back to my job in child protection after Reese was born. So the intention with this blog was to be able to have the best of both worlds. And lately it has just become off balance, which is a good thing because things are growing and it's getting busier. But, you know, I don't want to do that at the expense of my family. So this year, that is going to be the number one priority. The kids are growing up so fast. And I know this because I can see it. Weekends that used to be focused on my stepkids are now pretty free because they are at the stage where they don't want to hang out with their dad and their stepmom after school or on the weekends. And it's natural and it's great, but it's true what they say. The days are long, but the years are short. And before I know it, Reese is going to be at this point too, and I, I don't want to miss it. So right now, my focus for 2019 is to put in systems in place so I can get that balance back. Systems with the blog and how we work and how we complete things, how we stay organized and, and systems in the house too. You know, like I said, I just want to work smarter and not harder. And I think that comes with just getting organized. I want to be more organized. I want to be more proactive and productive so that work can be done when the bus rolls in after school. Which leads me to the way I'm going to end this podcast and the way that I'm going to start 2019. Guys, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud, but I'm going to spend the first two weeks of 2019 getting my shit together, if you will. First, I'm taking the first week of January offline. Like I, there's me no Instagram, no Facebook, and I'm only checking my email periodically. I want to be focused on getting organized. I want to spend time with the family and just to plan out what 2019 is going to look like personally and for this platform. I am also taking the first two weeks off, which means that I'm taking two weeks away from the podcast, from the blog, from the online community, and just 
yeah, I'm going to be off. And guys, I actually haven't taken time away from the blog in a long time. Actually, I don't even remember the last time I did that. So the goal here is to start 2019 on the right foot. I want to clear my head, feel focused, organized, and I want to get intentional on how I'm going to implement some of the things that I talked about above. My house is in disarray right now. My closet looks like a bomb went off. The junk drawers are out of control. My email is psycho. So for two weeks, I am going to purge and donate and read and journal and hang out with family and cuddle and brainstorm and go to coffee shops and come back in two weeks ready to kick 2019's ass. So with that, I'm going to sign off and I will talk to you guys then. Have a happy new year. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.